Hi, this is Sandy Laycox, Editor-in-Chief of Leaders Edge Magazine, uh, reporting to you from the Insurance Leadership Forum of the Council of Insurance Agents and Brokers. I am here with John Swigert of Pi Insurance and Giant Lakshmi Kantan of Clara Analytics. And we are going to have a discussion on the business models that they have introduced into the insurance marketplace and talk a little bit about how they are eliminating some costs from the system and the future focus that they have uh, for our industry. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Susan. Um, well, let's just jump right into it. John, why don't you give us just a quick overview of what Pi Insurance does? Sure. Pi Insurance is a small business-focused workers' compensation insurance solution. We're a digitally native full-stack MGA, so we are handling the entire process for the small business owner from quote all the way through the claim. Uh, we just launched about a year ago, uh, and we're live in seven states today and expanding nationwide. All right, great. Giant, why don't you tell us a little bit about Clara Analytics? Sure. Um, uh, thanks, uh, Susan, for this. Uh, uh, Clara Analytics is based in Santa Clara, and our focus is on, uh, we're a software company based in the heart of Silicon Valley, and uh, our focus is really on providing very easy-to-use AI machine learning-based uh, widgets or tools that can help drive down claim costs through, um, uh, through just easy-to-use kind of plugins. Um, we, uh, we focus on the workers' composition right now, uh, but we're also kind of expanding into commercial auto and other areas as well. Great. So let's talk a little bit about the problems that you both are solving for. Um, you're both looking to kind of uh, eliminate some of the inefficiencies or problems in the insurance value chain in different ways. So maybe, John, if we could start with you, can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing in workers' comp with small business owners to help them get a, a better insurance experience, less cost? Sure. Um, we see small business owners uh, being generally underserved in the, in the commercial insurance market today. Um, we're working on the workers' compensation line of business first because it is the primary statutory required line for small businesses, so any business that has employees has to have workers' compensation. Uh, that, we think, makes it a, a great entry product. It's also the product that we have the most data and information on. Uh, and so picking back up on the small business owners being underserved and overcharged, when, when we're talking about small business, we're talking about premiums typically below $5,000 a year. So depending on the class of business, that's either a very, very small business or, or, or a pretty small business. Most agents and brokers have a hard time serving that, that class of business or that size of business efficiently. Um, there's just not that much commission structure in it, yet they still take almost as much time uh, as, a, as a mid-sized or a larger business. And a lot of carriers also struggle to serve that, that market efficiently. And so we see a lot of inefficiency in the market, both in terms of the general expense structure, but also the loss costs and the, and the, the sort of pure premium pricing we think is, is generally excessive for small businesses. Small businesses tend to have, on a normalized basis, fewer claims than mid and large size accounts. Uh, and so we are attacking both of those major pieces. We are using much more uh, algorithmically, algorithmically derived pricing uh, and underwriting of the small business, as well as taking a lot of uh, expense efficiency uh, sort of gains and putting them into the, into the, the pricing that we offer as well. What do you think it is that it makes it so hard to s serve this group for in the typical manner? Um, <clears throat> so my background is I spent 13 years at eSurance. Uh, I was there from $5 million premium 
left in 2013 when it had 1.3 billion in premium. Uh, the personal lines market has digitized pretty substantially, and the commercial lines has not. Uh, most, almost all commercial lines insurance is still distributed through, uh, through agents and brokers, and the traditional carriers that are serving those agents and brokers are doing so in a very manual process. There's still many, many human underwriters still at almost all of the companies, uh, and and while they have pricing models, at least some of the larger companies do. Um, it's for the small business accounts. There's very little schedule rating. It's very much manual rates with, with LCMs attached on top, and that's the price. Um, and so there's just, just not that much differentiation in a very manual, paper-based process still. We still see, even in, in the clients that are coming to us, uh, they show up sort of expecting to fill out paper forms um, of, of some nature, and they're often quite surprised when they don't have to. Yeah. I'm sure that it, that is exciting yeah. for them. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, okay, well, let's go over to Giant and, and talk a little bit about what Claire Analytics is doing um, in a different way to uh, also help uh, take some of that cost out of the system. Yeah, I mean, so the, one of the commonalities between what uh, um, John's team is doing and what we are doing is the fact that uh, it's really about really transforming the end user's experience, the end uh, injured workers experience in the case of workers comp, right? And uh, the ways we are approaching is are slightly different where what we saw was we saw a lot of assets out there in terms of teams already put in place to handle claims, um, uh, kind of infrastructures put in place in terms of claims management systems and things of that sort. So what we felt is an approach that might actually make sense right now is to be able to provide uh, widgets that you can plug into existing infrastructures, existing workflows, and get a huge shot in the arm in terms of really providing much better service to the injured workers and to the claimants. And that's what we are essentially doing, which is taking, looking at existing carriers, existing um, TPAs, um, any, any claim shop that's there, and being able to really turbocharge their efforts in providing better service through, uh, through AI and machine learning. So the goal essentially is, and the way we think about it essentially is similar to the way we approach the iPhone, right, which is lots of technologies behind the scenes, but package it in a very, very easy-to-use format, and so you can plug it into pretty much any workflow, any infrastructure seamlessly. And that's what we are pushing on. Um, but uh, really, the, the fundamental problem that we're trying to solve is pretty much the same problem, which is around really kind of really redefining the whole experience from an injured worker or a payment standpoint. Can you give us an example of um, how an injured worker would have a different experience um, cycling through your system versus how it would work for them traditionally? Sure, absolutely. Um, in workers' comp, I mean, one of the biggest drivers of cost is medical costs. Um, and within medical costs, the chances of a surgery happening um, or not, right, is a big driver of those costs. So in many conditions, when the claim comes in, the claim could go the surgical path or the non-surgical path. So, and the claimants, the injured worker sometimes doesn't know, right, because that's not really, that's not their area of expertise. So, uh, but given the experience of the team and the data, you can kind of tell whether this claim is going to head towards the surgery or not, and how to steer it away from the surgery. So, so we actually have signals right now within, so what, the way, what we build essentially is a series of sensors, and think of them almost like temperature gauges, detectors of different sorts, right, but they're all machine learning models that can essentially sense when a claim is kind of really, when there's something extraordinary happening about a claim. And so, for example, in this case, 
uh, we can detect when a claim is kind of heading towards the surgery, has a potential of heading towards the surgery. And if you're able to go back to the claimant and go back to the, the doctor and essentially say, let's try to find the non-surgical path for this claimant, that will help the person get back to work faster, and let's really aggressively can attack that. That really kind of changes the trajectory of the claim dramatically. So that's one example where by detecting very early on, uh, real time, on when a claim might be potentially heading towards a surgery and deflecting it away from a surgery, you can make a big dent. The other thing that we've also seen is uh, litigation, right? So there's a lot of unnecessary litigation out there. There's a lot of necessary litigation, but there's a lot of unnecessary litigation as well. And so um, we have signals that can essentially detect when a claim is heading towards an attorney. And by aggressively caring for those claims, and most of the time the claimants, injured workers, don't want to go to an attorney, right? So it's just the lack of information, the lack of transparency that drives them towards doing that, right? You get nervous, and then you say, I, I want to have a kind of a, a, almost like an insurance right. policy of sorts by going to the attorney, right? right. So, um, so if you actually aggressively communicate with the customer, with the injured worker, it changes the dynamic significantly. So in one case, we were able to bring down attorney involvement rates from 13% of all claims to 4% of all claims, which is oh, massive. Yeah. Because every time you're able to deflect a claim away from an attorney, it's $25,000 per savings. And, uh, and also, the person gets back to work faster as well. So things like that. There's a variety of use cases of that, which is why the potential that we see, we just at the tip of the iceberg right now, mm. where we feel the whole cost structure in claims operations can be completely redefined with tools like this. Mm -hmm. Question for both of you. Um, how do brokers fit into your, uh, to your business to, and working with you guys? John, we'll uh, Sure. <laughs> so at our core, we are um, a direct to customer uh, company. Um, that's my background from, from insurance. Um, but that's not our sole distribution plan. Uh, we actually want to serve small business owners wherever they're shopping for insurance. And the reality is, in the commercial insurance market today, that's primarily through independent agents and, uh, and brokers. Um, and so we have actually begun working. Um, we have one wholesale partner today. Mm -hmm. um, and we have plans uh, to be able to make pie available through, um, through sort of select insurance agent uh, type relationships. And so, yeah, we think there, there, there's real potential. And we think we have a tremendous value proposition for them as well in terms of the meaningfully easier process uh, with which uh, they will be able to interact with us, immediate real-time algorithmically derived eligibility and pricing decisions, uh, and, and then being able to um, basically have the, the customer's experience, the actual small business owner's experience, be dramatically more efficient for them and uh, for us. So uh, that's all the way through the, because we are a full stack provider, um, <clears throat> we're not just putting you in touch with another insurance company. We are obviously the, the insurance right. provider, um, and uh, we want to change the experience for the customer throughout the entire process. Premium audits, billing, customer service, really create a, a, a modern, technically driven uh, approach to serving that customer. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yeah, we have... Uh uh, we have, we have, we're tiptoeing into, into, into it right now. Our primary customers are largely carriers mm -hmm. and mostly the mid-sized carriers. Um, but we are um, we're working with brokers in a couple of ways, and we want to expand that relationship. First of all, Aon is a huge partner of ours, which has been great. And uh, one of the things that we are doing essentially is uh, they are introducing us to their clients as a barrier service um, and as a distribution partner. And, and through those arrangements, we are essentially able to, we are able to add more value to our carrier clients. And, 
and that's one part of it. Uh, the other part of it is fundamentally we believe that getting very early insights on where a portfolio of claims might be heading is important across the board. Right. So our goal really is within the whole ecosystem of risk management, we want to add more visibility, predictive visibility of where claims might be heading. And so reinsurance is going to be an important play there. Brokers are going to be important as well. Because, I mean, honestly, they're, they're nip at all. The broker's value is typically uh, determined by how well they handle handle uh, handle a crisis or help their clients handle, handle, handle a crisis. And we want to be able to help flag when a crisis might be happening early on with our technology. And that's essentially, so there's, we definitely feel there's going to be a lot of potential down the road. Uh, as of now, it's mostly around providing value-added services to their clients uh, through relationships like we have with DBT on. It sounds like it's a lot of, both of what you're doing is really driven towards fixing the customer experience um, at the end of the day and helping that, helping you know injured workers have a better experience as they deal with that, helping small business owners just deal with getting insurance and mm -hmm. <laughs> um, in general easier. So it's, it's an interesting focus that it's... Absolutely. I mean, honestly, that's what excites us, which is there's about a decade plus of serious innovation that has to happen. And when you think about each of these problems, right, if you dig into like what is the ideal state that you want to be in, you realize that there's so much to be done, right? So if I'm an injured worker, I would like to instantly get the best doctor to look at my injury right then and there, right? And right. we're so far from that. Right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's lots more to be done. Right. And yeah. That's where the fun is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of opportunity. Lots Absolutely. Of I mean, the, you know, the very first customer uh, we welcomed into the Pi family is literally indicative of, of sort of what we see uh, in the market. Um, the reason they were shopping is because their current carrier had chosen to non-renew them because their policy was too small. Mm. And we see this a lot, right, where carriers um, set thresholds as to we won't sell a policy below this amount because we don't think we can efficiently serve it. Um, I'm sure they'd prefer not to have made that choice, right? right? I'm sure they'd prefer if they had uh, operational efficiencies that would, they could serve smaller policies. Um, but they cut their threshold at $10,000 a year of annual premium. Um, and, uh, you know, good customer, purely clean, you know, loss report, small account, flat work concrete uh, company. And uh, <clears throat> we targeted them, we, we targeted that industry digitally. And he saw our ad and clicked on it, came through, and bought a policy. Yeah. And, you know, that's the kind of customer uh, experience that, that they're, you know, we're sort of coming from a, from a sort of a typical customer experience in the industry today, uh, right. which kind of generally communicates to the small business owner, we don't want you. Um, and coming to a customer experience, which is very, we definitely want you as a customer, um, right. you know, uh, and, and here's how we're going to show you that we want you by making the process much more easy uh, um, for you and save him some money at the same time. And he saved a few thousand dollars on his policy with us yeah. from where he was before. And small business being sort of like the lifeblood of Lifeblood, I mean, right? you know, it's uh, workers' compensation alone. Um, we, by the way, we, we count small businesses, 20 to $25 billion a year of workers' compensation premium flowing through that market. So it's, a, it's nearly half of the entire uh, premium workers' compensation. Yeah, so yeah, it's a big market. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to get, get out before? <laughs> no, I think that's great. Okay. Um, 
areas. No, I think I, mean, I wanted to thank uh, the council for essentially arranging these things because honestly, one of the important things is to essentially be able to get the word out, right? And there's lots happening, and uh, it's getting to the next level of maturity, and uh, it's really a strong. Folks will survive are people who have a strong focus on value, and focus on the problem that they're solving, and uh, and really kind of having uh, partners like such as the council kind of bring bringing the word out there is uh, super important for that. Yeah. Well. Thank you, and we we really are focused on um, you know exposing our members to all of this new technology and 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 helping them see what you know might be useful for them. Um, so we really appreciate you guys chatting with us this morning, and um, look forward to seeing you know what happens as you carry this into the future. Thanks, great. Thanks, thank a lot. you. Thanks very much. Yeah.